All right, well, it's been a little bit too long since we got the chance to talk to this man right here, Joel Haro, broadcast partner, but also the number one bantamweight in the entire state of Utah. Joel, it's been a minute, man. How are you doing? Blake, man, it's been a long while. Uh, other than that, you know, you know, I'm, I'm doing good. You know, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, just having fun training, training my guys. Um, we had a couple fighters in the last Fierce Challenger series, and, uh, you know, they, things are just going upward from there. I kind of want to go back in time just a little bit. And the reason why is because I saw you at Fierce Challenger Series back in Price, and you seemed so much better than I had seen you previously. And it seems like we got the old Joe Haro back. Is is that safe to say? Was was there a little, you know, dip in just life for a while there uh, after the loss? You know, yeah, there was, uh, there was a lot of bumps in the roads leading up to the fight after the fight, you know, like now I would, I would say, yeah, I'd agree with you. You know, uh, I'm back, man. I'm on my way back. I'm, you know, things are looking pretty good. Uh, body's feeling a lot better now. Um, yeah, man, things have been worse, but we're all in the up and up, you know? I kind of would love to talk, if, if you're comfortable with it, talk a little bit about February because, I mean, to be completely candid, like you and I are friends. I mean, we sure. call the fights together okay, yeah. and you know, I went to go see you immediately after. And whether that was, you know, the pain medication or whatever it may be, like you were in really good spirits and you were good. But I know that that wasn't what the story was when the dust settled. I knew that that was really difficult for you. Yeah, you know, like uh, obviously losing sucks, you know. Um, and I knew exactly where I lost. It wasn't the striking. I knocked him down, I think two or three times. I mean, I probably have to rewatch the fight, but anyway, um, he didn't do anything to me on the ground. He didn't do anything to me on the feet. You know, he took me down, laid on me, controlled me. You know, kudos to him. He fought a great game plan against a striker, you know. Um, but yeah, after the fight, like, yeah, I was bummed. I was very upset. I knew I lost, you know, because that fifth round did not go my way at all. And, uh, you know, walking back to the locker room, I was like, you know, dude, like, still holds your head up high. You made it through a hell of a fight camp. You know, I didn't, I didn't tell a whole lot of people this. You know, I, I had one of my students pass away two weeks before the fight. Um, I also had a really bad neck injury, you know, so I had, like, not a whole lot of sparring time, um, not a whole lot of mitt work. You know, it was to the point where, like, my, my, my left hand was going numb. You know, so I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna pull out of a fight. Champions don't pull out of fights, right? And, um, you know, so I did my best to rehab it with the time I had. And then also, you know, not knowing, am I gonna, am I going to the ultimate fighter? Or am I fighting, you know? So, um, you know, and things outside of fighting happen in life, you know? So, uh, you know, all the best you can do is just control what you can control. And I felt like I was doing my best that I could, you know, to control the things I can. You know, just the lead up to that. Am I, am I going through the, going to tough? Am I fighting? Should I pull out of the fight? No, don't pull out of the fight. And then the you know, the, uh, the death happens on the team. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go out there and fight. You know, I love fighting. I love training. I love being a martial artist. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, too, man. Like when I was in that cage, I felt way too comfortable. You know, it was cool. It was a it was a sold out arena. I mean, you guys saw it. First it first opening minute of the fight, dude. I'm pressed up against the cage. Two things, man. I was I was kind of chuckling to myself because I was like, oh, this is exactly what he was going to do. I knew it, right? Um, but then the other thing was like, dude, take a second. Calm down. You'll be all right. Because I was a little amped up too. And 
I look up to the big uh, jumbotron that they had there. I was like, oh, well, that's me, <laughs> you know? So I was like, in my head, I'm like, dude, just give the fans a smile. You know, it's a sold out arena. You've never done this before. Like, just live in the moment, you know? But we're also in a fight, you know? So, you know, there's a little bit of a disconnect of the fighter you guys have seen in the past, especially to my Starwall fight, you know? Um, and compared to that night, I just was not me, you know? Half of me was in that cage, the other part of me was back home. I remember we were actually right back there and we were training together. And I remember we were talking about tough. You were on, then you were off, then you were back on. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I'm actually allowed to say all that, but, uh, but <laughs> then on top of that, it was, are you fighting? Are you not fighting? Who are you fighting? Like, like when are you, you fighting? didn't yeah, yeah, know yeah. when or who you were going to be fighting for real, for like sure. up until the very end. For sure. And so on top of that, obviously the, the unfortunate passing, um, of a teammate. And so leading into that, what was your mindset? Because I remember talking to you before and I know you felt good and every fighter does feel yeah. good typically before a fight is as good as they can. For sure. But how did you feel when you were making that walk? <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to backtrack a little bit. I think I found out I wasn't going to tough. I think that Thursday prior to the fight week, I think. Yeah. I think that's how soon it was. It was insane. It was insane. Close. Yeah, 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 dude. Like they had me do all the tests. They were like, "You're flying out of this airport, right?" I'm like, yeah, for sure. You know, in my head, I'm like, "All right, we're we're living. They're going to start living the dream." You know, like I'm gonna go go out there and chase that dream. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? They told me I wasn't going. I was like, "All right." I did my best to change my mindset to, "All right, we're going to Idaho. We're going to." cold ass Idaho to go fight. It was so cold. <laughs> it was so cold. Um, you know, and I still have, I had everyone, you know, my corner, my whole team, my family, my mom, my grandpa, my girlfriend, Lauren. Um, and, you know, obviously the team from COA, from here at Sierra, you know, things felt great still at the same time, you know, although I was bummed, but you know, at the end of the day, it's cliche, as cliche as it sounds, as Bobby King says, man, the journey continues, whether it's positive or negative, right? Um, so, you know, I was like, you know, let's, we're gonna go fight. We're gonna go fight, we're gonna make things happen, we're still gonna go in there. So like leading up to that walk, dude, um, you know, I'm walking and uh, first off, different atmosphere, you know, sure. than the Maverick Center. Um, I also didn't expect all the lights to be on, so I expected I expect it to be a little dark, you know, just like home, you know, but obviously, you know, not the case. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I was very confident. I was confident. I was like, you know, I'm gonna go in there. I watched a whole lot of tape on him, mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, this most recent fight, I think it was like three years ago, you know? And so I had to keep reminding myself, you know, he evolved, you know, I'm sure he evolved, you know, he's probably a better fighter, you know, and uh, I just knew he was going to try to take me down. You know, I knew it. Um, but then after the first round, I was like, dude, I don't think I did enough wrestling in camp. Yeah. I didn't, like I, we, we did some wrestling in jujitsu class. You know, we always start from the feet when I'm, I'm training for a fight, just for that aspect, right? But at the same time, we didn't really focus on the urgency of getting up. You know, get taken out, get back up. You know, I did my wall wrestling. I did great on the wall wrestling. I feel like um, 
But like overall, dude, like I felt too complacent, too comfortable being on my back, trying to do jujitsu with the brown belt, who I figured was one of, who was gonna try to submit me, right? So I think it was like after the second or third takedown, he took me down. And like I was on my back, and I was like, let's go. You know, I'm ready to play jujitsu, you know. And uh, with no thought of the of the clock in the back of my head, mm -hmm. you know. And if I could go back, yeah, dude, we would have done different things in training camp. You know, especially with my neck injury, you know, there was, I was also kind of limited, but at the same time, it's like, dude, this is your life, you know, this is your, this is what's putting food on the table, you know, so you just got to do your best. Was there ever at any point after, I mean, 4-0, the champ, and then I'm going to go on tough, I'm not going to go on tough, and now I lose my belt neck injury i mean so many things piled up sure it must have been kind of a dark place to be when did you kind of realize or how did it hit you when you realized like oh shoot like this might be a dumb question but like when did you realize like oh shoot like i lost and like i lost a lot in this singular fight oh that's a really good question blake um you know because after the fight you know you mentioned i was in good spirits you know uh, you know, it's because, dude, like, 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 like my post said, like a few weeks after I made a post on social media, you know, loss is a part of life, man. You can do your hardest, you can try your hardest, you know, you can do everything right. But at the end of the day, it might not go your way, you know, and um, before every fight, you know, I always tell people, you know, win, lose, or draw. I just hope I go out and put on a show. And I hope I did that. I hope I represented Utah well back in February, you know. Um, you know, cause, it, cause I'll be honest, it didn't really affect me too much cause I knew I'd be back. I knew I'm gonna get, I know I'm gonna get that win back or get that fight back, you know? Whether my next fight's gonna be against him or not, you know, the fierce belt is cool. It was cool, you know, cool to call yourself the champ, call yourself, you know, your people call you the champ, even though honestly, dude, I hate it. I hate yeah. it when people call me that, you know? I'm just a regular dude that loves martial arts and, and fights and happens to be somewhat good at it you know um but uh you know after that fight i guess to like really say it hit me uh, was when i tore my lcl you know because you know i was after that fight i was motivated i was like all right this is what we're gonna do with, with in jiu-jitsu class let's not do jiu-jitsu let's get to the top let's get look for the pin on top look for positions to do damage and uh, one Saturday, you know, training was going really well. I was, I was getting my weight under control in the off season. You know, I, I was like, you know what? That last fight was a, I, I, I'm going to call it a fluke because, you know, it was not me in there. You know, it was not the uh, the Joel Haro you guys see, see knockout uh, Warren. It wasn't the uh, Joel Haro that dropped uh, Steven Steyerwald. It wasn't Joel Haro, the same Joel Haro that kicked the leg out of Kesley. You know, it wasn't Joel Harrell that choked Nate Owens, you know? So I was like, you know what? Hey man, sometimes you're on, sometimes you're off. That night I was off. So I came back to training, was ready to, to work hard, get better. You know, that's the only thing on my mind. I want to get better, I want to get better, I want to get better. The striking's good, the jiu-jitsu's good, but we got to get the wrestling dialed in, you know? And we're in training one day and then pop, big loud pop, right there. And uh, I've gotten injured there. Right on that side too. <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible spot. I dislocated spot. my shoulder right over there. Oh man. Uh, 
you know, instantly in my head, I was like, dang, that was a loud pop. It's in my ACL. Immediately, I was like, you know what? I, you know, I said a couple swear words and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get up. Can I walk? All right, I can walk. I did a couple jumps. I was like, okay, that doesn't hurt. Let's just get outside, you know, calm down a little bit. I don't know what just happened, you know, and everyone's rushing out. Jody, okay, you can make to get away from me. I'm good, you know. Um, fast forward to MRI, you know, we get the MRI and that was like two weeks, two mm -hmm. weeks away. And literally two days after my MRI, I got my MRI results. I was going to Hawaii to go see coach Bobby King for a fight, right? So here I am being optimistic, you know, maybe it's nothing, maybe it's just the LCL, worst case scenario, LCL, right? Then I, I'll be happy with that. And sure enough, yep, we got the results, LCL tear, high grade tear, I'm like, cool, all right, let's start the rehab. We don't know surgery needed. Um, reached out to uh, Hector Rodas at Phoenix Performance Institute, told him, gave him my MRI results. We started rehabbing it right then and there, you know, literally the following week after I got back from vacation, started doing that. And, you know, life hit me outside of, outside of the gym and training. And, uh, you know, I uh, had a job fall through and then I got in a car accident and then was having a hard time finding a job, finding a job, you know. So I think I went with May and June with no income, draining my savings. You know, in a dark, in a dark place, in a very dark place. I have, you know, I actually really haven't really told anybody this too much. You know, um, you know, my girlfriend helped me out a lot. She was help. She's a physical therapist. She would help me do some rehab stuff at home. Um, you know, and still looking for a job. You know, I ended up reaching out to my dad, mending our relationship there, and uh, working with him. You know, so it's been great. You know, things are now on the up and up. Uh, you know, just kind of now, now that I'm healthy, now I'm just ready to focus on myself and get back to training. I want to stay as active as possible uh, this next year, you know. At any time during that dark space, did you ever think I might just be done fighting? No, no, certainly not. I mean, there were times where like I was waking up depressed, man. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, no job, no car, no fighting, no training. You know, I was having a hard time with who am I? Who am I as a person? Who am I to other people, you know? I'm no longer the champ, okay, eh, whatever. It's just a fierce title. It's not the UFC title. It's not the Bellator title. It's not the BFL title. It's a title that doesn't really mean all that much. You know, it looks good on paper, looks good to other people, but at the end of the day, dude, that belt, like I said, it was cool to have, but that belt did not take away the day job. Sure. You know? Um, you know, I was, although I, there was some thoughts of, you know, I'm going to be turning 30 this next year. Like if nothing happens, I'm going to be very disappointed in myself within the next five years, you know, but there at no point I thought to myself, I'm going to stop fighting. This isn't, you know, screw this. I'm done. Yeah. You know, that's one thing about me. I'm not a quitter, you know, uh, and I'm very passionate about martial arts. I've been training over 12 years now. You know, and I'm a coach here at Sierra Mixed Martial Arts. And, you know, I even told myself, what example does it set to my fighters quitting after an injury? A serious but not that serious of an injury, right? And no surgery needed. It was just rehab, you know. And uh, I was like, you know what? Let's just put some effort into my guys. I want to make my team successful. I want our team to be the best team in Utah, you know. And uh, it'll take time for that, for sure. 
but at the same time, I feel like we're on the right track. You know, we had two fighters make their kickboxing debuts, and during that fight camp, man, I, since I wasn't focusing on myself, you know, focusing on other people, making them get better, you know, that was what I was like, yeah, this is great. Jolito is back. Mm. Let's go as a coach. <laughs> did, did you ever feel like, did you ever feel extra motivated to get back into fighting shape or to be, you know, get back into looking for fights once you were in those camps with Nakaya and Aiden? Um, I was very, I was looking forward to, uh, I mean, yeah, I was getting excited, getting really excited. I was like, dang, you know, like, let's start moving, you know, but at the same time, I couldn't really spar with them. Sure. You know, I couldn't really, I could help pads for them, but I couldn't spar with them, you know, and that, that's what really tore me apart. And there were days where like, I pushed my limits, probably, you know, probably shouldn't tell everybody, but hey, you know, uh, that's in the past now. Coach Hector, don't get mad at me. Like, <laughs> I did, I did do a little bit of sparring, but it wasn't, it was just forward and back. It wasn't moving left or right, just staying there, kind of being a punching bag, but also trying to throw at them too, yeah. right? Trying to help them see punches and trying to help them as much as I could, you know? And uh, granted, we do have two other awesome striking coaches here, Jake Mariano and uh, our friend Trey, our coach Trey, uh, Trey McCoy. He's, he worked with Aiden so much. That's what Aiden told me, huh? Yeah. And man, to see him do as, as well as he did, man, I was so proud of, of Trey as a coach and Aiden, you know? I have more fight experience than both of them. I'm just like, dude, you guys, you guys nailed it. You stick to the game plan. That's what you should do. Good work, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and even, even Kiwi, dude, she did great for her first fight. She, she had a lot going on during that fight week. And, uh, you know, every, every time she came back from the court, did I do good? Dude, you're killing it. Just do this and this. Okay. You know, uh, you know, and, and like being that, being there for my fighters in that position too, getting them ready for the camp, helping Aiden with the weight cut, helping Kiwi with the emotions of 24 hour notice change. Right. Um, you know, like it's, it sucks, but Hey, you're still, you're still here to fight and you did something that nobody else would have done, you know? Um, but yeah, did, helping them, man, it got me excited. I'm like, you know what? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. You know, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep going to rehab, keep doing your thing. And we'll get there eventually, you know? And then, uh, literally, I think it was the week after the fight that I got cleared to start, start kicking. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, I'm back to training a little bit, you know? And, uh, I go up to, uh, the dojo now where Bobby King's opened mm -hmm. up his gym and, uh, we did a little bit of sparring. Oh, dude, I am rusty. You know, I got lumped up. I had a couple black eyes, you know, and, you know, that's just part of fighting. I was like, dude, I love this. I'm, I'm, I love that I got beat up. I haven't had that for a while, you know, and it's just gotten, it, it, it scratched the itch, you know, and now the itch is back and I'm just like, you know what? We're healthy. Let's, I went to boxing today with coach Gary Gomez and, uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I'm tired, but I'm sore, but hey, it's all part of the journey, man. Yeah. I'm getting back. So I'm pretty excited. I've known you for about a year and a half at this point, and in between each fight camp, I mean, all, I mean, we've talked about it, Jason and I, and all, all of us have talked about it together. Like, you do gain a, a, fair, a fair amount of weight. This is the thinnest you've ever looked, and the idea that you've been kind of out of the game, you haven't been training as much as, as you typically would be, mm -hmm. where did that motivation get to 
get your weight down? Is it just the, the desire to fight or like, like you look great, man. Thanks. Like you really do. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, yeah. I, I, fierce fighting or the challenger series. Everyone's like, dude, skinny. What's going on? I'm like, what do you mean? I just had a Beto's burrito on the way down here, you know, but no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, it's not, I think what's really helped me is obviously the new job that I'm doing. It's very physical, you know, maybe not very physical, but it's, it's, you know, I'm up and moving 24 seven with mm -hmm. the job, you know, I'm working HVAC, you know, so um, I'm moving, you know, but at the same time, that's also encouraged me to like, Hey, let's not have a burger for lunch today. Let's go, let's go get something healthy, but not chicken and rice, mm -hmm. you know, still, you know, find a balance. Right. Um, and also doing a little bit of training, started running up to the gym. You know, I don't live too far away, which is, which is perfect. You know, I'll run up to the gym, watch jujitsu class a couple times and then teach. That was it, you know, and maybe drill a little bit in class, but, um, but yeah, I'd say knowing that my body's getting healthier, my knees feeling great, my dude, it's, it's, it's almost go time. Let's You're feeling it. Let's yeah, I'm feeling it, yeah. you know, I'm feeling it and I'm feeling great. And, uh, when I got the, the, the text message from, from Hector, Hey, I think you can start rolling. Let's talk about it. I'm like, Oh yeah, let's do it. You know, he's like, does this hurt? Does that hurt? Does that hurt? I'm like, not at all. He's like, are you lying? I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, yeah. honestly, it feels great. He's like, all right, just get a, a knee brace and knee sleeve and you'll be fine. You know, if it starts and just be smart with them. I'm like, yeah, for sure. You know, and, uh, today was, I think day four of jujitsu back mm -hmm. and it felt great, you know? Um, and I'm just, I'm just excited to, to improve. I, I'm going to make some adjustments in, in, uh, in my training regimen. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to develop as a fighter and I'm, and I know people have been talking, when's Joel fighting next? When's Joel fighting next? Joel, when are you fighting next? I don't know. Joel, when are you fighting next? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know? So I'm just excited to make that walk again at the Maverick center. Hopefully it's at the Maverick center. You know, and uh, seeing my family, my Utah family there, you know, everybody here that supports me in Utah to be out there and, you know, hopefully they'll see this interview and be like, damn, Joel went through a lot, you know, let's go, you know, like people that don't like me or whatever, you know, so it's like, I just want to go out there and show everybody like, hey man, don't sleep on me. I can make an adjustment and, you know, I'm still comfortable wherever the fight takes me. Yeah. You know, like I felt comfortable on the ground with the with the Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu brown belt. You know, he had my back at one point against the fence, and I, I legit didn't really defend it all that well, and he didn't do anything with it. You know, um, and that was just a glimpse of me being halfway there, and like you know, I think you know what I mean. But um, I'm just really excited to get better as a fighter, and go out there and put on a, a show like I always do and you know keep riding this journey till the wheels fall off one of the big questions for me this is my second to last question I got one more yeah, after sure. this but what would you say is the number one thing you've learned about yourself throughout these last difficult six months that you've really been through really held back yeah for sure um, a few things um, you know obviously you're not perfect I've always known that. I don't think I'm perfect at all. Um, two, your relationship with whoever it is is your relationship only, not everybody else's. You know, I've gone through a lot of 
stuff with people in the last few days, months, you know. And at the end of the day, man, just focus on yourself. Focus on yourself. Your health is number one priority. Um, I, I spoke with my really good friend, Jeremy Rodriguez from uh, Phoenix. He comes up here, guy. does a little bit of filming for me every fight, you know, and he's like my go-to person. When I'm, I'm struggling, I'm like, hey, Jeremy, what's going on, man? This is what's going on in my life. What, what do you got for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, dude, this is what, your health, your health is your number one priority. Your family's great, your friends are great, but only your health really matters in this world. Your you and your health. You know, now that your body's feeling great, let's tune everything out. You know, it's, it's just noise. Words are just words, because at the end of the day, words don't really mean anything. You know, it's what the actions of what you see, that's what means the most, you know? And uh, I was like, you know what, Jeremy? You know what, Jer Bear? <laughs> You're right. You know, my health is number one. That's, you know, like, yeah, dude, like you only have one life, you know? Live with no regrets, do what you want to do, but make sure it's on the right path to where you want to go. You know, and that's what he, that's what I got from it, you know? And uh, yeah, dude, I'm ready to hop back on the horse like I have been already and just get after it. What, is, what does the latter half of 2023 and 2024 look like for you? The next 12 months for Joel Hara? Uh, well, we're almost done with 2023. And coming off the injury, you know, I'm just, you know what, let's just train, you know, because literally it was fight camp after fight camp after, after fight camp pretty much, you know, and um, I never really got time to, I guess, really enjoy life, you know, in between, although I, I had like, what, two or three months in between fights, all that should be enough time to do what you want, right? But no, man, life still hits you, you know, when you're on top of the world, life still come and knock you down, right? So it's like... What now it's just you've already been through hell, nothing like that could ever happen again. Let's just you know keep moving forward one step in front of the other. Something bad happens, let's not dwell on it. That's in the past already, you can't change it, you can't dwell on it. You can cry, you can get mad, but at the same time, dude, nothing will change. You know, kind of going back to after the fight, you said I was in good spirits, a lot of people would be down, you know. and I was like, yeah, like I was sad for sure. I got back to the Airbnb and I took like a 20 minute shower just standing there. I'm like, dude, I just lost. Okay, let's go hang out with everybody. They came up here to support me. They're still here, you know, and uh, we actually watched the UFC fights that night. Yeah. You know, and dude, it was so crazy because the main event was literally like my fight that I was just in. A half hour before was. I was watching it, you know, it was. and uh, I was like, okay, that's like, honestly, that gave me some motivation too. Like, you know what, dude, it's not the end of the world. You can be sad. You can be mad. You can be upset. You can point your fingers at who you want to blame. I was doing this the whole time, dude, you know, because at the end of the day, you're out there by yourself in the ring. You know, yeah, you got your corner there. You've got Blake and Jason on the mic. <laughs> and uh yeah dude i'm just like you know what dude just you got nobody to blame but yourself you knew exactly what you needed to do but you just didn't do it you know i could sit here and make the excuses you know what all this this and this you know that's why i lost you know i wasn't focused but at the end of the day dude 
when you're back at training camp, you didn't do the right things. You know, you thought you were doing the right things, but you didn't do the right things. So, and uh, I was like, yeah, okay, it's my fault, you know, but let's watch these fights. Oh, this fight's exactly like mine. There's hope. There's hope. I can do this. He can do that. I can do that. You know, I'm not at that high level yet, but I'm going to get there. But dude, right now I can definitely do that against these guys. So, you know, just keeping a positive attitude towards that, towards life, man. Like, yeah, I went through hell, but like at the same time, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. One step in front of the other. Keep on fighting, baby. <laughs> Dying to see you again in the cage, man. Thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. Number one bantamweight in the entire state of Utah coming back to the Maverick Center, hopefully in a very short amount of time. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Fingers baby. crossed. Maybe sooner than later, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, brother.